Hello, fellow Harkeners, and welcome to the Harkening Deer Podcast, a pod of contemplative spiritual practice through Christ-centered guided meditation. I am your grateful host, Sean J. Stevens, and right off the top, I'd like to give an update on the upcoming Advent Metavotional. Last week, I gave what might have been an overly optimistic assessment of how likely I am to be able to release it on November 1st, which is tomorrow. Wow, that happened so quick. So it turns out the formatting of an ebook is really time consuming and can be pretty tedious work. I've heard it's almost like web design and it's my first time doing anything like it. Anyway, it's written now and I think I've mostly done the formatting of it, but not quite. And once that's done, it still has to have a final proofread and edit. I'm still hopeful I can get it out sometime this week, but probably not tomorrow. I should have more info in a few days, so stay on the lookout for social media posts and possibly a bonus episode on this very pod feed. Speaking of this pod feed, I would like to thank the patrons of Harkening Deer for making this free podcast possible. If you would like to go deeper in meditation and learn about the rewards our patrons enjoy, or if you would just like to help support the ministry of Harkening Deer, I welcome you to click the Patreon link in the show notes. You can even scroll to the show notes and do that right now while I'm speaking if you want. And if you would like to see the long-lost spiritual practice of Christian meditation spread to more people, you can help plant those seeds quite easily by clicking the subscribe or like button, giving a star rating, and writing a review everywhere and anywhere you see Harkening Deer. I mention it almost every episode because it truly is the best and easiest way to help Harkening Deer reach more people. And ultimately, that helps more people establish a habit of the spiritual disciplines that are more difficult to observe in a congregational setting. On that note, I would like to mention that meditation does not have to be something that's only ever done alone. Sometimes, for me and for my family, our most peaceful nights with the deepest, most restful sleeps are when we meditate together as a family before bed. I really love those nights and encourage all the listeners out there in podcast land, including myself, to do that sort of thing more often. In fact, one of the reasons I'm writing the Advent Metavotional I mentioned at the top of this episode is because reading it together could be a really wonderful and organic way for a family or group of friends to meditate together, especially around the holidays. I know some of you already do this sort of group meditation with the podcast, so the ebook will be another fun way to meditate together. So that's coming, but it's not here yet. Today, we continue the Kohelet series, or our series in Ecclesiastes. The Kohelet in Ecclesiastes is often translated as teacher or preacher. But the word Kohelet 
is not the traditional word for teacher or preacher. Kohelet is a word a little bit more abstract than that, and some say the full meaning of it is lost in ancient history. One of the interpretations of Kohelet I've heard, which I really like, is the gatherer. It has a little bit more of a contemplative feel to it. And I believe mindfulness and contemplativeness is at the heart of Ecclesiastes, which is perhaps why we're into the fourth episode of this series and still not out of the first chapter of the book. Anyway, this intro is getting a little on the long side, so I'll do an abbreviated version of our farms today. I invite you to enter this space with an attitude of gratitude and non-judgment toward others, toward situation, and especially toward self. I welcome you to be still in a quiet place, free of distraction and in a comfortable, motionless, or resting position. Be still. And I encourage you to embrace a heart and mindset of peace and loving kindness. So far in this series, We've been focusing mostly on the idea of our pain and sorrows being fleeting, and thus on letting them go. But the Kohelet also reminds us that our ambitions, our desires, are also a chasing after the wind. In the end, the world goes around the sun and the rivers run to the sea just the same, regardless of what we accomplish in our lifetime. And the Kohelet reminds us that for the vast, vast majority of us, all our work will be forgotten in time. The author of Ecclesiastes spends his life gathering wisdom and holds wisdom as the highest of virtues. But in the end of the first chapter, we are told that even attaining wisdom is a chasing after the wind. The foolish and the wise both end up in the same place when their lives are done, in the same situation in the same predicament. All our ambitions, our desires, our hopes and dreams and work are chasing after the wind. But this doesn't have to be a negative thought. Remember, we enter this space with an attitude of non-judgment. It can be freeing. 
There is a certain freedom in not taking ourselves so seriously, even in not taking our life's work so seriously. What is crooked cannot be made straight. What is lacking cannot be counted. You can't count what doesn't exist. And you can't take your ambitions and accomplishments with you when this fleeting life is done. You can't take all your ambitions and accomplishments with you when this fleeting life is done. This gives us the freedom to focus on what's more important than all of that. This gives us the freedom to look at our aspirations with a more light-hearted approach. And it gives us the freedom to be more joyful about our work. Because in the end, it's really not that big a deal. It's really not that big a deal. It's all vapor. It's all vapor. It's all vapor. <laughs>